this is Michael Kokeri. so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Butt-Chester. I am so excited to be here today because I get to talk about a book that's about a serious subject, but a book that we definitely need to have conversation about. Today we are coping with loss. The author today is Michael Kokeri, and I'm really excited to talk to him about his book. So you know what I'm going to tell you to do? Go on and get comfortable because we are about to get started. Good morning, Michael. Thank you so much for joining me today on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Uh, good morning. Uh, thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, to speak with you. Absolutely. So I love the fact that you are writing or you have written a book that is from a different perspective when it comes to dealing with breast cancer. You are the husband writing a wife about your wife as opposed to the person themselves writing about uh, their, their bout with cancer. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes, uh, that is exactly right. Um, I... Um try to um, describe and honor uh, what my wife uh, faced as she battled breast cancer. And so, yes, you are exactly right. It's from my perspective uh, as a spouse and as a caregiver. Absolutely. Now, as a breast cancer uh, survivor, I find that your particular place is is one to be um, one to be praised because we do realize that with any illness, but especially with cancer, you do not go it alone. Um, your family is a thousand percent there. Uh, be it that you um, um, that it is something that um, you catch in the beginning stage, or or you catch it in a very late as far as your awareness, um, it still rocks your family. So thank you so much for having the courage to, to step out and, and talk about it. Now, the title of your book, Cancer Fight, My Wife's Faithful, Fearless Battle Against Breast Cancer. Why did you feel that it was important to share your wife's story? There are so many people out there that are dealing with cancer, and it, it's something that's probably talk about more often than we think, or is it? Why did you think it was important to share? Um, I, I wanted to share my wife's story um, for the reason that you just mentioned. Unfortunately, cancer is a very uh, prevalent disease that uh, hundreds of thousands of people um, face uh, every year. Uh, and so um, I thought that there would be some value and benefit to explain uh, 
how one person uh, dealt with the disease, uh, stepped up to the challenge of fighting the disease while trying to uh, maintain uh, a quality of life and also while trying to hold on to all of the things about life uh, that she loved so dearly. Uh, I thought it was an important story uh, to tell. Um, I would say virtually everyone uh, has been affected uh, by this terrible disease in some way. We, whether it's a family member, a friend, a coworker, an acquaintance. Um, so that was um, that was one of my motivations for writing the book. Absolutely. I can I can understand that. Now, when learning to live with the loss of a loved one, uh, how do you avoid being overwhelmed with sadness? Um, it's a great question. Um, I, I've thought about this quite a lot. And so um, my... My best answer is I, I try to use my wife as an example or as a role model. I try to look at the way that she uh, faced her circumstances, um, and she did it in a way that I think was very courageous, um, was very selfless, and so I try to follow her example. Um, I tell myself almost every day um, what my wife faced is much tougher than what I'm facing in dealing with the loss of her. Uh, as difficult as that is, um, it's, it doesn't compare to what she faced. And so I try to honor um, the example that she set. Um, I, I try to follow it. Um, and I, I try to not allow myself um, to be overwhelmed by sadness. Um, and it, it helps when I think about the way that she faced the disease and dealt with it. Um, that's my guide. Uh, and, and I try to honor, honor her memory in that way. Mm-hmm. Now, when you first heard the words, you have cancer. Um, I know how I responded, um, and everyone has that story of they remember, you know, how they felt in hearing those words. How yes. did you and your wife deal with that moment of the confirmation of, unfortunately, it is cancer? We were shocked, and, and, and that's really an understatement. Um, there was no no history of cancer in her family, um, and so um, this really, really shocked us, surprised us. Um, we really, I, I don't think anybody's ready to hear those words. We certainly were not. I remember, I remember the day vividly. I can I can describe how she was uh, sitting on the exam table and and where I was in the room. And um, everything about her oncologist who came in um, to review the results of, of her tests. Um, and so we, 
we we looked at each other. We didn't break eye contact. Um, we, I don't think we were breathing. I don't think we were blinking. I don't think we were moving. Yeah. Uh, we were absolutely still. Uh, but we held that eye contact, and I think we tried to, you know, say to each other, okay, we can deal with this. Um, we yeah. will have to, you know, pull all of our reserves of, of strength uh, and, and resiliency, and we're going to do this together. Um, and, okay, let's go. Tell us, tell us where we are. Tell us what the next steps are. Tell us what we need to do. Um, we can't turn away from it. We can't pretend that we didn't just hear those words. Um, we have to face it. And so I, re- I remember just just holding that eye contact, not breaking that eye contact as a way of saying, okay, um, we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, uh, for, for those of you who are listening, you have absolutely no idea how important that moment uh, was in her life to see that he was standing there, even though it was just the eye contact, but it's the equivalent of, you know, your best girlfriend coming over and standing next to you, holding your hand, and just kind of have that, I am with you, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the wind, in the rain, it does not matter, I am standing here with you, you are not alone, and that moment is is absolutely positively important. So definitely kudos, Michael, to you for understanding how important that, that moment was because, unfortunately, I've heard so many stories about women who um, who didn't have that moment. You know, they, they found out by, them, by themselves for whatever reason, but just having to then go and tell someone um, and not having um, – um, not having that someone there with them in that moment. So I'm so glad that you understood how much your wife needed you in that moment. That says a lot about the relationship that the two of you had. Um, just absolutely bravo in in that moment. Now, there are so many things that as a caregiver, um, as as someone who is uh, going through this, um, because you're more than just – um, a, a person in this, you know, you are her caregiver, her husband, her friend, you're, you're everything, you know, and you experience it on different levels according to your role in that particular moment. With that being said, what are some important, um, how do I say, some important bits of information that you can give to uh, a fellow husband, fellow caregiver that just found out that the loved one as well is going uh, going to have to deal with this bout with cancer. Do you have any tips for them? Uh, again, um, great question. I, I, I think um, the first thing that's important is to try to concentrate on the next steps that are immediately in front of you and not try to do everything at once and deal with everything at once. Um, if you try to do that, it becomes too overwhelming. Um, the problem is too great. Um, the odds are against you. Uh, and then it's easy to 
withdraw or or surrender um or not not bring all of your all of your strength and fortitude uh to the battle so i think the first thing is to try to concentrate on what can i do today um to keep my quality of life to fight the disease what can i do tomorrow to to try to break it down into those immediate first steps so that's that's the first thing that i would say the second thing is to um pray and try to remember that um Every day is a gift. I know that's a cliche, but it's true. And so every day that we have, um, it, it's, a, it's an opportunity to be the best version of ourselves that we can be and to face what is in front of us, to not turn away from it, to not try to deny it, to not try to wish it away, but to, to face, it, face it directly. Um, and the third thing I would say is try not to play the what-if game. What if this treatment doesn't work? Um, what, if, what if the disease progresses um, when we're trying to get it under control? That, that what-if game is, is so dangerous, and it, it can lead to a downward spiral. It can lead to very, uh, very dark thoughts. Um, and we have to try to yeah. try to avoid that. And the last thing I would say is um, hold on to the values that 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 we have tried to live by before hearing this news. Not to let the news change um, those those values and principles that that we have tried to use as a guide for our lives. To hold on to those because that's a that's a, a, an integral. An, an, an integral part of who we are, and we can't let let yeah. cancer change us change us in that way. Um, yeah. We need those principles. We need those values to to get us through this. And then finally, I would just say, try to stay connected to as many people as you can. Don't withdraw. Um, answer the phone call. Answer the text message. Yeah. Let people visit if you if you feel strong enough to do that because there's a tendency to withdraw there's a tendency to shut down and and that's the worst thing that you can do you've got to stay connected to the people close to you and the people that love you absolutely well thank you guys for tuning in we are out of time fight by michael kokeri thank you so much for being on the show thank you it's